This week on the Afro Journal. Wish. Not my African parents. Not my parents did. See what I'm saying? African parents. But what my parents did was I wish they believed in my football career. Oh my God. I wish they believed Chiso. in my ability to make it as a football mm, player. Let Americans, let I mean soccer. Because I know you're looking at me like this guy's a skinny guy. Yeah, I'm not trying to play American football, fam. <laughs> Can you believe that? Oh, Jamal will be So what should take Peter to Bora Bora? Because this guy said that like, every episode he talks about Bora Bora. I wish they um kind of not taught but like put into my mind that like it's okay to be corrected it's okay for like me to receive help i think mm. growing up because of the tough love that they instilled i became very independent at a young age to the point where like i didn't want to hear can i help you anything, anything from yeah. anyone like even if i was suffering it would be in silence because you know mm-hmm. i didn't want them to think i couldn't you know reach the standards that they put me at or just like showing somebody like oh like i might be a little stupid in this you know area yeah yeah it was it it, it's something that like even now like i still very much struggle with it like i don't like asking for help receiving help i would rather very much just do it and get it over with by myself but i'm realizing that you know i don't know everything yeah. I need to be able to take yeah. help and critique from other people if I want to help myself grow. Yeah. What up, what up, what up, what up, party people, beautiful girls, handsome guys, welcome yeah, yeah. back to the Afro Journal. Thank you guys all for tuning in. Mm. Our people listening on audio, people watching the YouTube videos. Thank you. Let's just, you know, keep liking, keep subscribing, keep sharing. Tell your friends to tell their friends to tell their friends. Let's keep the good energy (laughs) and good vibes. Oh, Oh. these are free vibes. These good vibes are for free. (laughs) (laughs) We're not charging you. (laughs) We're not charging you for this. Oh, we're asking for just a small like, a a small subscribe. That's it. A small share to your friends, your uncles, your (laughs) aunts. It's your mm. beautiful, blessed chocolate melanin queen, mm. Leia Kume. Mm. Wow. Mm. Chiso, give you on, give you on, give you on. Uh, mm. Is your no pink cup today? <laughs> Chiso, AJ <laughs> Kevin, Jerry, Jeremiah, Okafo. <laughs> and it's your another banker, mm. Peter mm. Ikechuki and Chiso <laughs> Adeogo Jr. Oh! Another banga. Love it. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're gonna cue Milani real quick so she can interpret last week's proverb for us. So here we go. All right, you guys. As you know, last week the proverb in French was in English that translates directly to when the bird does not know the tree, it does not rest there. And basically, in short, only visit good neighbors. But widely, I would say really be careful and be mindful of the people that you trust. Make sure that the people in your circle are people that you love and that you can trust and that you can confide in, knowing that everything that you put out there is safe, okay? Don't just go out here planting seeds in places that you don't trust, because like I said, okay? 
don't build a nest in a place you don't know. All right, all right. Thank you, Milani. <laughs> Thank you, Milani, for that. You know, explanation. Really appreciate that French or that François. If you bonjour, bonjour, Monsieur Jamal. I'm actually quite good at French. Right, right, bri- bri- Give us something small. Uh, check it out. Je m'appelle Chisum, Educated Jerry Jeremiah. Yeah, you don't sound French. Get out of here. Je suis Nigerian. Nigerian? What the fuck does that mean? Guy, that's how you say Nigeria in French. Nigerian? Yes. I'm Nigerian. Guy, that, that sounds off. I'm not going to lie to you. I've never heard I mean, Nigerian. I, I learned French in secondary school. I never heard Nigerian. Guy, but your French is jacked. Nigerian. <laughs> to air, tres terribly. Okay, okay let's, just, let's just drop the French. Let's move on. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into the episode, you know? Episode yep. what? I believe it's episode 27. Yeah. Are we moving? Almost 30. Almost 30 years old, man. We're already damn, man. God, God damn. Uh, God damn. Uh, we're, not, we're not late 20s already. Exactly. That's crazy. That's crazy. We, need, we, need, old. we need to get married. We need to get married real quick. I'm looking Facts. for a wife. We're looking for a wife <laughs> to the Afro Journal podcast, you feel me? Actually, uh, we already man. have a wife. We actually already have a wife. We have a wife. We have a wife. You got our wife at we we married young episode twenty yeah. twenty one we got we got married Tw- episode twenty episode twenty wow we're doing wow. we're doing old school we, kind of marriage mm. yeah, old school vibes <laughs> you know so that old school type of love you know what I'm saying hey that's a sweet one we just need a son now we need to produce a son <laughs> we do we first born we need an heir to the Afro <laughs> 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 alright let's get into today's episode um uh, uh, could you break down what we're talking about today yeah so today. We're talking about yeah, it's a special topic, I think. You know, things that we wish our African parents told or taught us. Damn, man. you know, we're just gonna break those down because we have all these stereotypes about how we're raised and all that, right? I mean, that was cool. But we're not going to be too stereotypical today. You know, we're going to give you things that we actually wish that our parents taught us from a young age, mm. or at least they told us before mm. now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so. you know, even even if you're not from Africa, you know, you're you know, you're you're melanated deficient, you know, <laughs> or you're, you know, Arabic, or you're, you know, whatever you're from, Sha. If you can relate, you can relate. Just share your stories down in the link. You feel me? Facts, because I, I mean, I think a lot of people will be, will be able to yeah. relate to this because uh, yeah. it's a cross cultural thing. Right, so who wants yeah. to start? Bola, you want to start? Oh God, can I not start? <laughs> <laughs> You can start, you can start. I mean, if you don't want to start. I can start, I can start, I can start, I can start. What's that wish that my African parents, that my parents did? See what I'm saying, African parents? Well, that my parents did was, I wish they believed in my football career. Oh, my God. I I wish they believed in my ability to make it as a football Mm, player. Because I mean soccer. Because I know you're looking at me like, this guy's a skinny guy. Yeah, I'm not trying to play American football, fam. (laughs) But yeah, I was good. Same. I could have been Mbappe by now, man. I could have um, been named Mbappe. Uh-uh. Mbappe, you mean? Is that what I said? You said um, yeah. It doesn't matter, man. You guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you guys, you guys, Mbappe. Do you know who I am? Who are you? I'm, you know, I'm Cristiano Ronaldo. Of course. A combination of both. You feel me? You, you feel me? I, I think you I have to make the comeback. Lowest, lowest. I'm Luka Modric. That's the lowest. That's the lowest I'll be. I mean, yeah. look at kind of player. Look at Modric. Real Madrid is my minimum. If you be mm. Real Madrid is oh, my man. minimum. <laughs> but I, I do, I do, I do share that same sentiment because of my parents didn't, didn't believe in my in my football career. Because <laughs> that was the thing I was actually very serious in. Like the yeah. first thing in my life that I was serious in was football. Yeah. 
Like forget yeah. school, forget all you know, learning how to cook, all that jazz, learning yeah. how to speak my own language, forget all that nonsense. Yeah. Football, football. Every is it? day, outside. When Guy. I came back from school, I played, played, played to the sunset. It's actually, it's actually every day. Like when I think about my childhood, it's like, bro, like, like how I became so good. Because to me, I like you talk about natural talent a lot, mm-hmm. but a lot of the principles that we struggle with as adults you know it's kind of like consistency doing it every single yep. day mm-hmm. these are things i did as a child yes every day without even trying yes like every day after school i go to play football now i'm wondering oh, why am i good at football well i did it every single day <laughs> yes like i remember when i wanted to learn how to do a backflip because i was a very agile child so i was like oh i wouldn't how to do backflip i remember for like two weeks every single day after school i go to my house go to my mom's bed because my parents <laughs> bed was huge yeah. and obviously i was a tiny midget so i'll just be doing like practicing my backflips on their bed in like two weeks i learned how to do that shit like yeah. <laughs> it's just all these work ethics as children that kind of become difficult when you become adults yeah. you're, you're not necessarily having as much fun anymore yeah now i'm doing engineering <laughs> high value man by now oh my god <laughs> i should have been in europe you know what i mean i should have been getting my exactly. world record transfer to real madrid by mm. now Wear that number seven jersey, you feel me? You know, you see Bole like, ah, you're not Nigerian, oh, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> you, you, you see the whole of Nigeria just feeling me, you feel me? Just exactly. Me. You know you know that Nigeria guy that, that has gone viral recently? The guy that, I think he's in this American movie, he's from Britain. I think his name is Idris. Is it Idris? It's not Idris. Or is it Dempsey? It's not Idris. Who? Not Idris. Dempsey. You know um, the guy that, shit, what's his you name? know what We'll put Idris, yeah, Idris, yeah. We'll put the I- picture. Idris something, He's yeah. Fine. So it's like, kind of like you He's know, everyone's like, oh, that's my guy. Yeah, that's the husband. Uh, that'd be me. That'd be Snowflake, He's yeah. Fine. That'd be me by now. You know, they'll be watching me playing for Arsenal. You know, maybe Man City. Well, maybe Chelsea. Uh, nah, well unfortunately, you know, I say five nine men. You know, some some women don't feel my flavor, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, when you have that football money. When I have that Whoa. football money, I have that Ooh. football fame, I have Ooh. that football <laughs> Instagram account. They're going to feel that shit. <laughs> I have the clout. Not even clout. I have fame. I don't, I, my, my stuff is not clout. I have fame. You feel me? When yeah, I was like that, you're now good. Then my parents Ooh. should just be coming to you know Spain, Italy for free. We'll be going to Bora Bora. Like, I'll just mm. be saying, you know, you know what? What are they, Deborah? You buy the Berkey I'll, I'll, Deborah. I'll actually buy the Berkey coming for you're Deborah. I'll actually do it. Can you believe that? Oh, man. I mean, someone should take Peter to Bora Bora because this guy said that like every episode he talks about Bora Bora. Bora 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 Bora. You know I said Bora Bora. Why? I used to watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians as a kid on E. Yeah. On E. All my people that know E. So what's up? That channel E. I know E. I know E. Keep Kardashian and the family went to Bora Bora and I was like, damn, this place is so cool. So it's always been stuck. And it was Bora Bora. It's always been stuck in my head since then. I was like, that's a that's a little vacation spot, man. So I was like, you know, I want to go there someday. That's why. Amen. Oh man. But your mommy and daddy. I just want you to know that I'm sad that you didn't believe in me. No, no my, my son, my son will be. It's okay. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Oh man, but they, but they were the safe route, so it's fair. Because Loki, I'm also injury prone. Yeah, so who knows what will happen? Very, I'm I'm not very injury prone at all. But I have yeah. a feeling that like if I get inj- one injury, it'll be like a major one. And like, it's over. Like a leg break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like one, I'll have to be out for like nine months. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yep. like that Van Dyke one. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, the guy's all set though. Yeah, kinda. Oh man! All right, we can go into the next one. All right. Peter, you want to give us one? Okay. I wish my parents taught me how to drive in Nigeria. <laughs> to drive? When did you leave? Yes. How old were you when you left? I left at fifteen. 
I mean that year I did I did my driver's license and all those kind of stuff, but I was still too young to actually get it. Yeah. I just yeah. did it for fun, just to compete with my sister, just tell I'm a better driver. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? So but like uh, yeah, like I wish I, I, I wish like earlier like we had that transition. I mean you are young though, fifteen. Yeah, but I I I, I, I I want to be driving, you know. In Nigeria, I was like, zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> yeah, driving in Nigeria is actually a headache, bro. But it's so fun, right. though. Not gonna lie. Ah, uh, now, now that I'll tell you, from experience, that thing is not fun, man. Like, like driving in America is easy. Yeah, you, know, you have like, your lanes, your lights. Exactly. When you're stressed, you go, you go for a drive. No, but you're so stressed, you see, probably because I, I, I see it as like, like I'm gamifying it. Yeah, but like you know, like oh, how yeah. Nigeria, bro, shit's stressful. Oh gosh, man. Bro, like that thing was, and I learned how to drive in manual too. Yeah, Man, I'll say manual is fun though. Manual is fun. Like that mm. thing is, is it, is it, you're more involved in the drive. Automatic is too, it's too simple, but it's also less stressful because in Nigeria there's so much traffic. Driving manual in traffic is the worst. It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing to do. Oh man, shoot. But Peter wants to learn how to drive. That's your big thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's your big. Thing. Honestly, I would like to. I couldn't think of one right there. <laughs> I just thought of another one. <laughs> Oh my gosh, man. I'm so All dead. right, but let me mm. give us something. Okay, let me get emotional. But Ooh. something I wish my parents taught me was like how to manage my emotions. So Ooh. like voicing my opinion, not like um, like shying away from things and just like how to mm-hmm. express myself correctly. Because I feel like growing up, watching them, like, my mom is very, like, so I take everything from my dad. My dad is, like, the laid-back one. He's very shy, reserved to himself. Mm-hmm. And my yeah. mom is the one that's, like, in-your-face, aggressive. Bubbly, like, yeah. yeah. Mm. And just, like, seeing their dynamic, I feel like mm-hmm. I, like, got, I became afraid, basically, to be able mm. to say, like, what's on my mind, tell people mm. how I feel. And that's yeah. something that, like, obviously, in my episode, when I guest starred, like, that's something that has yeah. followed me throughout, like, my life. And that's mm-hmm. something I'm still working on today. But yeah. definitely, you know, being told that, like, your emotions are valid, what you're feeling, I think that would have helped me grow into a much, like, much more emotionally stronger person. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Now, that, ma- that makes so much sense. Because... I mean, I think my experience with the whole emotional side was like they never really sat down with me to talk to me about my emotions, yeah. but they kind of validated it a lot because I was a very emotional <laughs> kid as well, right? Like, like when I, when I say emotional, it's kind of like, like I will lie to you. You know when you're going to boarding school <laughs> and then you start crying because yeah, you miss your family. That was, I was that kid. That was me too. That was me too. I was like, and I literally cried to like. This is embarrassing to say. If you if you if you are one of my friends in high school, just stop watching. <laughs> just stop watching. I cried till like GS three. Like I, in my head, I'm just like I don't know why I'm crying because once this guy's leaving, you're I'm fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but like they they tease me about it, but they never like oh like at your age you're still crying. Like, how dare you? you know yeah. like they just they kind of like allowed me to go through that. Or when my mom would flog me, <laughs> all right. Like when my mom would flog me, literally she flogs me. You know how parents just flog you, abuse you, and let you go. Boom. Yeah. My mom would literally flog me. I'll be crying, you know, but not like crying that bad, but like you know, like just pissed. Yeah. She'll now come. She'll now give you a hug. She'll be like, "Yeah, come on." I'll sit down her lap. She'll be like, but "You know why?" You tell your busted yeah. She said her lap. But you, but you know why I flogged you though, right? When she says that thing, 
I was just start crying. Oh like the God. weeping was like, bro. just oh man, bro. I'll not start apologizing. Like, bro. oh, mommy, sorry. Oh you know, no, no, no. I then should not apologize. Even though I look if you like cry right yeah. <laughs> Wait, your parents bro. apologized to you? Yeah, like they were literally That's like, nice. you say, uh, sorry, sorry <laughs> for like flogging you. Yeah, but, me, though, my parents. The next day will still happen again, though. My, but. my parents, my parents don't apologize. Yeah, to mine me. don't either. But yeah. with that emotional stuff, I was, yeah. I was, I was like a crybaby, bro, like a crybaby, and I was very shy when I was yeah. when I got out boarding school. That's when I was like, because the, the culture of boarding school had mm-hmm. it had to brace oh, yeah. up. It was either boarding I floated brings, or brings I drowned. You. you know what yep. I mean? Then I floated yep. or I drowned, so I had to open my mouth. So when I got back to, you know, when I stopped going back to boarding school in year nine, like I, I always had a confrontation with my parents. You know what I mean? And that was like a lot. And like my obviously. Like, I couldn't, like, voice my own opinion. I couldn't, like, talk to them. So I'll have, like, all these emotions bubble in in myself. Right? Like, I'll be just mm-hmm. really angry. Like, yeah. yeah. So I couldn't really say anything. Yeah. And obviously, my dad there. My dad is going to kill me <laughs> if I say anything <laughs> much. My mom is just going to look at my dad. Oh, i kill him if I say anything much. <laughs> you know, so it was kind of like yeah. that. But, yeah. like, in terms of, like, crime, bro, oh, my gosh. I remember when I was going to the U.S. for the first time when I was 15. Yeah. And I was living for the first time. I was... I was ne- I was nervous, you know what I mean, and I was like yeah. leaving my younger sister. I knew I wouldn't. I was seeing yeah. them for a very long time. I was seeing my mom that I've been seeing for like every day for like every fifteen day. years. <laughs> yeah, and it was so it was so emotional looking at my mom, you know what I mean, because she invested so much in me, you know what I mean, yeah. like so much pains, so much struggles just for me to like, you know, let me go basically. And it was yeah. I was just crying, bro. I was crying. My dad was like, "Why are you crying?" I know <laughs> <laughs> my, my dad is that kind of man. It's like, That's my parents. It's like oh, stop yeah. crying. Yeah, stop crying like you're a man. Like, why are you being you know, a baby? But he's he's he's, he's being sarcastic. He act not oh, like okay, okay, like he's teasing. He's you. like teasing me basically. He's not like being okay, like okay. serious. Like stop crying. You know what I mean? Stop yeah. crying. Why are you? Why the yeah. hell are you my crying? My parents are serious. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Because my my dad my dad. Uh, well, your parents will even let you cry, but like, no, no. My dad, really? his line is, "Why are you crying?" It depends on the situation. Like, uh-uh. It depends on the situation. My dad is the kind of like one that will say, stop crying. While my mom yeah. is one that will console, console it. But my dad is my dad yeah. is never like the consoler. But he's never yeah. like that always strict with like, oh, why are you yeah. crying? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But like he had the balance. My dad had the balance. But my mom is more of the, you know, like let me. The soft side. The, soft side. the good like, cop. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's the mom she's pretty exactly much. She's the mom. She's, she's, she's the mom. So like, ah. I remember like one time that my mom was like, like I mean we had this argument because I I went back to Nigeria and she wanted me to like pick up like a physical thing and like mm-hmm. we like like a physical like ab- like skill activity mm-hmm. a physical oh, yeah. skill like become like uh, like learn like how to plumb like learn how to oh, be yeah, a mechanic or be a pa- carpenter yep. like a, like an apprenticeship she just said I'll just go and learn. You know, because that's, that's like the kind of friends I have. <laughs> it's not as if you want to be book smart. You also must be good with everything, yeah. your hands and everything like that. Yeah. So, and like, it was probably like mistranslation or something. And I felt that she was like degrading me, telling me I was not smart enough. <laughs> like, because like cause, you know, actually, uh, let oh, me tell you guys the story. So, it's not as if my mom didn't believe that I could become a double engineer. But she yeah. felt that it was too much for me. Because uh, of the kind of person I was. In my early, you know, mm-hmm. in my early years, yeah, yeah. she was like, this kid is like, he's going to be overwhelmed. Like, let's not put him under that much pressure. Like, being mm-hmm. a double major is like so much. Like, why would you, mm-hmm. like, why would you do that? I don't want him to, you know, go into that kind of process and feel all like, just like that. You know, she's like, yep. just take it step by step. But in my head, I was like, 
you know, I wanted to prove her wrong. Yeah. yeah it felt and like an insult. It felt like an insult. Like, oh, go learn how to be like a capital, like a, a, a mechanic. And like, I got so uh, angry. And like, obviously, you know me, you know, I'm boiling. You know, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm showing you through my anger, the, my, my speech. This is when I was like yeah. 16. You know, and like, she sat me down. And like, obviously, we, we hashed it out. Like, when she started... Like when she started talking about all these things about like you know the double major and stuff like that, bro, I started crying. <laughs> you know, I started crying because I was yeah. like, it was like so that like I had changed, you know, I have yeah. improved. I be like, you know, I had become more stronger. She wasn't trying to degrade me; she just wanted to, you know, help me just look up more. more. Yeah. Like, yeah. ah, bro, man, I started crying, man, because you like, bro. you know, all my, all my. I, I, I don't want to get emotional, but all my childhood, say it, bro, say all it. my childhood, say like. I was never that kid that was good in school. You know what I mean? My yeah. dad was always asking me, like, what's wrong with you? Why are you not doing well in school? And, like, yeah. that, like, really affected, like, me. Mm-hmm. Not it affected me, but, like, like, I felt that I could never keep up with my older sister. You know what I mean? That was always the bad yeah. that she said. And, like, the fact that my mom believed in me that I could do all these kind of things. You know what yep. I mean? Ah, bro, man. Like, it just saw how that, much effort I had really changed. Deep. And, bro, yeah. wow, I started bawling. I started bawling, man. It was... I don't want to cry right now because I, you know, I've, I've moved past. I've moved. I've moved past that. But I, man, yeah, that stuff hit me, hit me to my core as a man. It is different, man. When you get that validation yeah. from people you look up to, yeah, that, that, it's kind of what we talked about last time. Like lacking validation from your parents, look, you we need that. Mm-hmm. No matter what, we need that. We need that thing. And even when it comes to the whole communication thing, Loki, though, I feel like. Even though my parents, I feel like there was a safe space for communication, but just because they also told me exactly what they expect from me, yeah. when I mess up, I'm lucky, like very shy to oh, own no. up to yeah. my mess up. So I always took my L's Private. in silence. Or, <laughs> yeah, like, like, I was just like, I tr- like, unless I can't hide it, like, yeah. if I can't hide it, I can't hide it. But I always try, like, if I'm going through something, it's almost like I'm, I feel like I have to solve it because I need to look good. Yeah. Like, at least, like, reach the bar that they've set for mm-hmm. me yeah, yeah. you know and like i don't know that that thing kind of affected me so even now when i'm like going through stuff i'm like well i have to fix it myself i have to do it myself yeah like, bro like just ask for help fam you know like just tell them that you're struggling just tell them that you don't need to solve everything by yourself, by yourself. Yep. yeah it, it's not that deep i mean that's something i still struggle with today same yeah you know i feel like <laughs> oh let me just do it up with myself like, i don't need to yeah but my, my my parents have like tried to push us in a certain direction of like every single major decision in your life it's always good mm-hmm. to console us. Not just us as parents, but also your siblings. Mm-hmm. Always have someone to talk to about when you're making a major decision in your life. But, Having multiple but. voices could really make a difference. You know True. what I mean? So, I mean, w- my, my parents has, has always, have always tried to instill that in us. And I really appreciate it, man. I want to say that they are doing a good job. That's all I can say. Like, <laughs> like they are doing a good job. <laughs> like, when I was thinking about, like, things that I wish they did for me, look, it, it was, was actually hard. quite hard yeah. for me to... Yeah, it was actually hard because they did almost everything. Like, yeah. they might not have done it to the full capacity, but they did almost everything. Yeah. But one thing, though, just to kind of pivot, I wish they taught me how to take failures better. Oh, ah. I mean, I was, but, I was always taking L's because <laughs> of, you know, so I was, I was kind of... I was. I was always used to taking failures. Yeah. It was like now it was like hard for me now to like try to get a success. You know, mm-hmm. I mean that was, that was the kind of complication I had because I was so used to like being degraded. You know, being yeah. told I was not good enough, I was not stepping up. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, I I had to believe in myself that I was better than what anyone else was telling me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean to 
to push my success because i mean my my dad was always telling me that like you're like if you become a lazy child like if you become a lazy boy like your your life is fucked you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and he was very much right like mm-hmm. if i wasn't well, wasn't serious in school i'd be galavanti doing stupid things yeah. you know what i mean so he yeah. was he was definitely right about that and thank god like he finally sank you know he sinked in my head <laughs> Eventually. Eventually, and you know, I was able to find my own direction. And obviously, yeah. I found it by my. It's not. I found it by myself, thinking for myself. I mean, they, I, my parents were there, but like it came from me. So I had like this, like oh, you know, this like <laughs> dog. It was like, like you, you guys cannot talk. That I did it all by myself. You know, I mean, because of like it was not because of you guys. I did it for me. You know, so I had yeah. like that kind of mentality when I was uh, when I got a lot better, and that became yeah. like uh, an issue between me and my parents. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like forget forgetting the role that they played. Yeah, in the yeah, whole yeah, thing. yeah. Because you think, oh, now you're a man. You forgot that you were a boy before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When yeah. they were taking all your rubbish. when they took all when they took all those chances on yeah, multiple exactly. chances. Oh man, like for me, it was for me it was kind of like, okay, for example, if there's a high pressure situation, I feel like I as a kid I always crumbled. Ooh. Right, like if like if the expectation was high on me, because naturally, like. When I was growing up, I was smart, right? I was smart as a kid. Mm-hmm. I was good at sports. So, and then I was now respectful. I was good. You know, like, pretty much, I wasn't the perfect child, but I was pretty close to it. Yes. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not saying that my parents expected perfection from me. Mm-hmm. But then when it came to, like, a situation where, oh, I might lose. And I was also very competitive, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, like, that was something with my family. We were all very competitive. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll be running with my mom. I was literally three year old trying to run with my mom and if I lose to my mom I start crying yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom has to like let me win sometimes and, yeah. all that and my head, I'll be like yeah I won that kind of thing that's the kind of child I was honestly that's so that's that, like that's so funny because I used to run with my mom too <laughs> yeah. I never yeah. run with my dad though that was actually oh, no. so, I never my run. mom was the my mom was the active one yeah. like, my mom was the like that's where I got my sports jeans from yeah my mom my mom played football she took me to all the football games mm-hmm. did all that like my dad was just chilling like, <laughs> <laughs> Those are oh, those, those are like fun memories. Yeah, exactly. facts, man. Like my mom, and she's also very comp- competitive yeah. to Loki. So <laughs> but that's a whole different ball game. But when it now came to high pressure situation, like when I went to secondary school, all that, I came in. I was like one of the fastest guys in the set, mm-hmm. right? But then when it comes to the big stage, the inter house sports, everyone expects me to win. All that jazz, mm. that pressure almost like sinks me, mm-hmm. and it's almost like I bottle everything in because I feel like, oh, I need to be the guy, I need to be that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I just can't perform for some reason. Mm. I don't know if it was my fault for never communicating with them because obviously they are not in my head, mm. so they are not going to be able to help me. Like they try to encourage me and just be like, oh yeah, you can do it, da da da. But I don't know, man. When it came to taking L's or like the possibility of embarrassment, I was damn trash at that. Like I think I became better over the mm-hmm. years. But I was trash growing up, and it's still something I'm still looking working on today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, oh, Bola, you go ahead. You go ahead. I was gonna say it was kind of like the opposite for me. Like I come from a family that like they very much instilled like tough love. So like mm-hmm. if you're ever going through something, like pick yourself up and just keep going. Mm-hmm. And you know, I definitely had my levels of like adversity growing up, high school um in Cameroon coming back and like even college but like I'm the type of person like I would never allow something to affect me like to Mm -hmm. that point Mm -hmm. where like I can't do what I need to do so it's very destabilized yeah so I would just take it for what it is and just you know keep going I might have like my moment where like I'm upset but like that's not gonna stop me you know yeah Mm -hmm. 
facts. For for me facts. personally, I was always like it's not as if I was used to being embarrassed, but I had like mm-hmm. this sev- certain level of embarrassment that happened to me as a, as a child. I, I mean, I was like I said, I was always I was kind of like in the middle of the pack, like. I was mm. never like the fastest one. Mm. I was never like the slowest one. I was never the tallest yeah. one. I was never the shortest one. I was always in between. You know what I mean? I was also, I was always looking extreme. Like, <laughs> I thought I was the shortest, one of the shortest guys. Yeah, in my exactly. So I was I was always in between. So and and you know when you're in between that kind of when you're in between, there are some set of level because you're not the extremes. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So there was some level of struggle that you had to go through. Yeah. So I was always used to not I was used to, but I was. I was always willing to take risks to put myself ahead. You know what I mean? To yeah. be, become that extreme. Yeah. You feel me? So, mm-hmm. like, I was always willing to take risks and I, I had embarrassment. And I was naive, too. So, I was oh. always I was always used to understanding embarrassment and understanding, like, it lasts for a very short time. I mean, that's why you guys know I can take an L and just bounce off it. <laughs> yeah. You guys have seen me take yeah. L's all the time. I was <laughs> eat it and bounce. You know what I mean? It is what it is. It is what it is. But, like, when I was a kid, like, obviously... I had to learn that by myself. You know what I mean? Obviously, it added in with my family pressure and stuff like the expectations. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily being degraded, but being questioned of my intelligence and stuff like that from, mm-hmm. my, from my dad's side of things. You know, are you my son? Not actually, are you my son, but like, you're my son. I expect more from you. So, like, that level of embarrassment, I was like, I was always winning. I, was, I always had a level of um, embarrassment. Because mm-hmm. they, they did it in front of my sisters, you know, my younger, my yeah. younger siblings too. Oh, that's the worst. Yo, so like, that is, so like, uh. so I was always used to taking that, and I had to get like a layer of tough skin. My my young yeah. my younger brother even has my younger brother suffers from that too. He has that level of tough skin. Mm-hmm. Like you can't like yeah. get to him. Like any type of embarrassment, you eat it. Yeah. Let it yeah. go. But it affects your your your, so, psyche. your psyche because if you're not mentally strong, it can really destroy you. Yeah. So, uh, bro, that thing is deep though, cause it's deep. when it came to me and Chima, especially when you have siblings very close in age, mm-hmm. people compare you a, a lot. lot. Yeah. But what yeah. my parents, what my parents always did, that was I think was really good. They were, like once they see any form of comparison, they just stop it right there. Like if t- you know teachers, friends, mm-hmm. aunties, it's like oh yeah, doing this. Why is this one not doing this? It's just like once they hear all that rubbish, just like hey, stop. They are both different, you know. Uh-huh. And like when they're trying to correct us, like let's just say they're trying to flog Chima now. They'll take him to the room privately mm. and destroy him there. They're not going to like destroy in before front of us. Ah, no. yeah, like good. we know what's happening. Yeah, we know what's happening. We know he's getting destroyed, but like it's private. You know, they try to they try not to publicly embarrass you, mm-hmm. which was something I thought that they did really mm, good. Yeah. So I guess maybe maybe that's what kind of made my fear of embarrassment even more because I didn't really face the embarrassment that much at bro, home. I, like, it's embarrassing, I, but it's not that bad. I faced embarrassment, bro. <laughs> a lot. A lot of... I mean, yeah. my dad would be talking to me in front of my younger sister. Mm-hmm. My younger sister and all the girls in my family is intelligent. Yeah. Extremely intelligent. It was the boys that were the problem. So it's me and <laughs> our younger brother. The girls are sitting on the couch. Me and younger brother are just standing. My dad is looking at both of our results. He said, okay, what happened in mathematics? We'll, we'll, we'll say you know at some point you can't say anything yeah. more say, oh, I'm sorry I'll do better next time <laughs> like there's nothing I can tell you sir that you not tell you that tells us or one of the siblings one of our younger siblings go bring the koboko mm. go bring the belt yeah my parents did that and one. that they was and that was psychological you know I mean he's telling yeah. the younger one to go bring the belt come flog me bro like I mean that I mean I, I think it also brought that family close wait wait did they did they 
Wait, did they make your sibling flog you? No, 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 no. no. To they go get the bridge. Or just bring it. Okay, okay, okay. Allah, got Allah, Allah. Imagine. Okay. <laughs> that would have been, been embarrassing. <laughs> so, I was always used to that kind of embarrassment. It's not my... But when we're outside, like, if this is within family, right? Within the family, Within right, the family. Yeah. So, no no one outside is going to know. Right. It's just between us mm-hmm. and our family. You know, like, look at what your brother is there. Like, keep him accountable, basically. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That's I think that's. I think that there's a room for that. That was that. There's so, but like, that. but when he went outside, since I already faced that kind of embarrassment, I had a ceiling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had a higher ceiling. So like, any embarrassment, I ate it. I mean, I, <laughs> actually, I can't tell the story. So let's just let's just tell it. Just tell it. Just tell it. I'm not telling this. Bloody story. This is how it is. So like, Sha, the embarrassment I can eat and I can, I can go Sha. That's 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 how it is. I'm willing to take an L, basically, yeah. Yeah. to get what I want. Yeah. That's how that it is. That makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bully, give us one. Give us one. Um, I wish they um, kind of not taught, but like put into my mind that like it's okay to be corrected. It's okay for like me to receive help. I think mm. growing up, because of the tough love that they instilled. I became very independent at a young mm. age to the point where, like, I didn't want to hear, can I help you, anything, can, anything from yeah. anyone. Like, even if I was suffering, it would be mm. in silence because, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't want them to think I couldn't, you know, reach the standards that they put me at or just, like, mm. showing somebody, like, oh, like, I might be a little stupid in this, you know, area. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was it, it it's something that like even now like I still very much struggle with it. Like I don't like asking for help, receiving help. I would rather very much just do it and get it over with by myself, but I'm realizing that, you know, I don't know everything. Yeah. I need mm-hmm. to be able to take yeah. help and critique from other people if I want to help myself grow. Yeah. Facts. I mean, w- that's one thing I also learned um very young. Um, because it was always me and my brother that were always struggling. So I learned how to kind of drag my brother along mm-hmm. and realize that help is a very important thing for yeah. not only you, but the person that you're helping as well. Fuck. And uh, I mean, I, I was always the kind of person that loves co- collaborations. I, was, I always like thinking of like, in my, in my head, how, how I think is that like, what could I get? It's not as if like I see people as objects, but like, what what is advantageous about having this kind of connection? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. I know that at one point I'm not the smartest person. I definitely know that. Yeah. I'm not the fast. Like I've always said, I've always been in the middle. So I have to find yeah. some sort of way to distinguish myself. To get to get to. The and top. one of the things is like helping having finding people who are so different from you that have a different perspective, and mm. getting knowledge from them, getting their own yep. perspective because that makes you a better right. person. You know, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I went back to BSU because I realized I was missing a huge opportunity mm. um, in WPI. If I was just yep. your, a, a single-minded guy just thinking about myself, I would have stayed with, you know, my guys that I met in, in, my, in my hostel, in my, yeah. in my dorm. I would not have branched out, you know what I mean, and taking that kind of risk of, like, being in a new space in my yeah. sophomore year. Yeah. You feel me? Having that awkwardness. I was, mm-hmm. But that's the kind of person I am. I'm always willing to, like, I understand this, the opportunity, and I'm willing to take the risk when, like, embarrassment to me is nothing. You know, and being the other one out is nothing. I mean, that's why I was willing to go to China. That's why I was willing to go 
you know, to different spaces. Just so I went to. Yeah. I went yeah. to. The I mean, you embrace you embrace being the other one. Yes. Like you embraced it like with your whole heart. Yes. I, I don't think for me, I've always been <laughs> trying to find the space where I'm like, okay, like I have my people yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Then I can go and be the other one out somewhere. But I know I, I can fall back to my people, sure. No, no. I, that's what that's the way my mindset is. I I I definitely agree with you, but I think that that came from me coming to the US alone mm. and being the yeah. only African kid. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. I, mean, I I was the only person, <laughs> the only. African basically in my whole space. Yeah. My accent was different. I, I was the only black kid in my in my in my football t- in my yeah. soccer team. You know, and so yeah. it was just like I was always the odd one out. So I had to balance myself. But mm-hmm. I also had spaces for myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was always with the international guys. I was friend mm-hmm. I I had I, I had like two Vietnamese friends. You know what I mean? Two cool dudes that I always had that were that were my best friends in uh, high school in Florida. But I also mm-hmm. had my, my, my American best friends too. You feel me? So I always had different yeah. spaces that I could interact with, that I could learn from. You know what I mean? That's why I'm nice. such an international... I love listening to international news. I love all these kind of things because it, it, it entertains me, basically. I just, I just love, yeah. love reading about it. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. I know, um, like, you're just going, going off of the whole correction thing. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like, I grew up as, like, the good child, right? I was mm-hmm. the good one, good at most things. So I remember I was talking to my sister over quarantine, and she said that one of the problems I have, this was literally last year, she was like, I take correction bad. <laughs> like, I'm not good at taking correction. I was just like, what? Like, my, <laughs> I was just like, what? Like, because like, that blew my mind and I was about to take that comment bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, that moment, you know, but then I lost it. I was just like, hmm, could that be true? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was just like, anytime, like, someone, like, it's almost like I believe that I'm always right. right. Yeah. I mean, that's because very I'm used true. To, <laughs> I'm used to being on the right side of things for some reason. Yeah. I, that, that thing looking deep in my head. When I thought about it, I was like, she might be right, though. Like, maybe I'm actually very... It's not like I'm closed-minded, because I think I'm very open-minded initially. But, right, but but the moment I take the position, it's like... That's, that's it, it. Like, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> it's like, it's a wrap. Oh, yeah. Right? And maybe that comes from me thinking that I've thought about the whole thing through. Mm-hmm. You know, and then like if I haven't, then I'm not probably not gonna have a strong position about it. Yeah. But yeah, that's something that I'm definitely like w- trying to work on nowadays. You know, being able to take correction, being able to even give people correction in a way that they'll be able to receive yeah. it too. Right? Because that thing also affects when I'm trying to correct someone, and then to they feel disrespected in the way I'm 100%. trying to correct them. Yeah. yeah. And that's something that someone else. I think it was Martin that told me that. Too. <laughs> like she told me that. Like she was like, yo, like it's almost like when I'm correcting people, it's condescending. Yeah, it's, it almost sounds condescending. I'm just like, damn, is that true? <laughs> honestly, Bro, honestly, honestly, this is why I see it. Uh, there are areas that we are... Cl- this is why I love differences. There are, there, are clearly, there are areas clearly that you are better at. And mm-hmm. the areas that are mm-hmm. better than, than, than I am, than you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, when I'm talking to an area that... I feel that this is what women struggle with. When I'm clearly talking about an area that I'm clearly better than you in, understand mm-hmm. where I'm coming from. I'm coming from a position of status. You feel me? Yeah. So understand that and accept my criticism. I'm not trying to degrade you or anything like that. I'm just giving you facts or fact. I, I'm talking, but this is when you know, have to differentiate between the way you talk to men and the way you talk, talk to women. To women yeah. Yeah. But if you want <laughs> yeah. equality, I'll talk to you guys the same. You feel me? Because I have to give you, yeah. I have to give you straight, I have to give you straight uh, the way it is. You feel me? And, and, but, but there are different ways. And this is when yeah. I, I realized that I was talking to my younger brother the way my dad used to talk to me. And that used to piss and you that, off. Yeah. And that, and that, and <laughs> bro, when I found that out, I felt so guilty. Yeah. You, oh my gosh, bro. Because I know how it used to make me feel and degrading. Bro, that thing. 
that was one of it's one of the things why I, you know uh, I I mean I've never cried about this but like it's one of the things because I care about my br- my younger brother so much and he had a you know he he struggled a lot more than me you mm. know I mean he struggled a lot more than me and you know and like me adding that pressure on, on top of him because I know how my dad is my dad yeah. is so strong minded he's just you know he doesn't change you know what I mean mm-hmm. so like just me piling that on top of him it's as if he had no no one to console. Just a one-man yeah. island, you know, all by himself. Yeah. You know, his mom is there, yeah. his sisters are there, but, like, who is who is the guy that he can actually talk yeah. to, to sit down and really express himself? Mm-hmm. I like, bro, that... You don't understand how guilty I felt. Bro. I felt so guilty. And, you know, I mean, that's one of the reasons why we didn't use... We didn't, me and my younger brother never used to talk. Oh. And mm. we never used to talk. I, I never used to... And I and I was and I I I didn't used to talk to my sisters like you know they're girls, but my me and my younger brother were like this. Everything we did, we did like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when I you know when I left and I, I started doing good and like I started talking to him like my dad and like it took me it took me years until I really until I clocked it. it. Yeah. And I yeah. realized why I wasn't talking to him. He didn't want to talk yeah. to me. Why would he want to talk to me? When <laughs> all I do is degrade him. All I do is talk shit. You know what I mean? Bugs. Yeah. Like, why would he want to console me, bro? When I did that, oh my gosh. I felt so... I felt so bad. And this is one of the reasons why I try to... I mean, we're still rebuilding the relationship. You know yeah. what I mean? Nothing is perfect. You know, and because of... It's complicated when... Uh, You know... It's complicated, basically. Yeah. And... Yeah. I, mean, wha- I mean, we can talk now. We can just now. Like, he can call me. I can call him. We can talk right now. It's, it's, lo- it's a lot better. But I remember that in a period when I just clocked that... The way I'm talking to him does not, it doesn't help in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Before. You know what I mean? It didn't, it, didn't, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't help me. It wasn't because of my dad was talking shit to me that I changed. It's because of I, I, I was envisioning myself and who I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, bro, that thing choked me real hard. So no. those are one of the things that I wish I, I clocked. And that's one of the that's, that's one of the, the when yeah. I when I have kids those, those are one of the yeah. methods I'm not going to yeah. transfer to my to my kids definitely you it's know the what similarities mean? that you see mm-hmm. between you parents. and your parents a lot mm-hmm. and we say oh, we'll never do this thing but that they see us the exact same thing yeah. and it's the emotional intelligence as well because I don't know if our parents ever like sat down and taught us like emotional intelligence they never did. per se yeah. and it's, I feel like, like it's because they never also you know received that from their parents facts. especially African parents like that's something mm. that they very much struggle with and peter like you're the same like it's me and my mom the same like the way she talks to me or like how i correct her she gets defensive and mm-hmm. that's something that i only realized that i do like a year ago like i really have to sit down and be like mm-hmm. damn like i'm also very defensive when people yeah, come at yeah. me because it's like why are you coming <laughs> at me like you know <laughs> and that's something that i'm also working on but like it's tough mm-hmm. like you don't see these like patterns until you like, grow up mm-hmm. you grow up on it subconscious yeah Facts, facts. And it's just, it's just hoping that you can break through it, right? Because mm. I, I think one one good thing about African parents, for the most part, at least the ones I've encountered, is through everything, through all their shortcomings, they're always doing their best. Yes. And I think once you realize that they're doing their best, you too, you're at least trying to be the best of all you know. So yeah. the moment you see something, because you'll never hear an African, you most African parents are not going to apologize. They're going to tell you sorry. You know, nah, like, nah, like, nah, oh, nah, like nah, I messed nah, up nah, and all that. Nah. But you see it in their action. You know, yeah, they'll, yeah, yeah. they'll start treating you nicer for a period yeah, yeah, yeah. of time. Just, just, they'll start being like, oh, you want me to buy you this? You know, an example. Some like, meat, some chicken. You, yeah. <laughs> just like, you know, <laughs> an example. It's like, let's say, like, they lost something, right? 
they lost yeah. something. But you tell them that, oh, but he's actually here. I didn't yeah. see it. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. <laughs> what are you talking about? My friend, go find it. <laughs> that you yeah. now bring the, the, this thing. You now pull it, it out. You now show that it's, it was you know. No, that's not so your head, your head's like, oh, sorry, yeah, I was right now. Like, you know, it's like, are you going to tell me sorry for like dragging my ass Shout or shouting at me? They don't tell you sorry. They say, oh, mm, yeah. say, oh, you know that? Oh, mm. <laughs> I said, okay, thank Yo, you. Well, I just like. It actually happened to me one time because when I was younger, we used to after church service we used to buy suya, mm-hmm. right? If you got, if you don't know what suya, suya is like roasted meat with pepper, very spicy, mm-hmm. right? So obviously we all wanted it, we all loved it. It came once in a blue moon, so when we have it, it's like a big part of the house. Mm-hmm. So what happened was they bought suya, all of us they distributed it, we ate our own. But then the girl, like in Nigeria, we, we normally have maids, right? Mm-hmm. Maids that stay with us. So the maid, they had she had her own too, but for some reason it went missing. <laughs> And my mom just started blaming me. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, Bobby, I did, I did steal her, I did yeah. eat her, so yeah. She all blaming me, shouting at me. I was just like, bro, like, what? why are you attacking me? Yeah. So in my head, I was just like, ah, is it, is it that she just doesn't like me? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah, the child yeah, that she yeah. doesn't like. Cause yeah. to me, it just looked out like nowhere, like out of left field. Yeah. Right. But then later on, they now found the suya. Mm-hmm. And then, then everything, she not, she not started laughing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> That's African parents, right? Yeah, she just said love it. But the, I think the good thing, even though like my mom didn't really have a problem saying sorry, in that moment she didn't tell me sorry. But what she did was explain to me why she did what she did, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah, in her head, they do that. They do that. Bro. Yeah, like she, like in her head, she was like, "Why would my son steal?" Yes, and that thing, like, it's Trigger. like, bro, like yeah. I better fix this right here yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And ended. So it's not that she wanted to single me out from the rest of my siblings or whatever. I was a bad child, but just like she wanted to fix that. And then when she explained that to me, I was like, okay, at least I know that it's not that she doesn't, <laughs> she, like, she doesn't, doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So at least my parents gave me explanations, which yeah. is something I really appreciate. Yeah, these I, days. I, I think that's also one, uh, that's, that's a key thing because my parents also gave yeah. me explanations. Like we had sit downs. Yeah. I mean, uh, my dad, my dad would just sit down with me. Like sometimes with the family, but only me sometimes, and just talk yeah. to me. You know what I mean? About things of like, especially like the first son, you know what I mean? All those yeah. kind of talks. My dad would do that for me. So, like, go sit down and explain to me. And that's one of the prides of how I have of like, you know, being in the position I am right now. Because I used to regret, I was like, why am I the first son? Why is it not my younger sister? Like, why is it not my older sister? Why, why is, why is yeah. always the pressure always on me? Yeah. You know what I mean? But I. He was in that, he was also in that position. So like he mm-hmm. just sat me down and explained it to me. Oh yeah, that was the first me, one too, right? Told me stories. My dad was the first one too. He told me stories. Yeah. He told me the importance of certain things because of at the end of the day, you're you're the you're the you're the you're the bedrock. You know what yeah. I mean? You're the foundation. You uh, know, people are looking up to you. You're looking up to you're the Peter after all. For a reason. You feel me? So you're the junior. Exactly. So I just clocked it and I just realized that like at the end of the day, you know, I'm I'm not like the de facto leader, but when mm-hmm. someone has to be put in a position, step up, step up yeah. my, my hand should always be there, but my hand should always be raised, basically. That's, that's the whole meaning of, you know, yep. being the first one and all this kind of stuff. Yep. All right, let me, let, me, let me give my, let me, let's, let's go into an, an easy one. You know, that was all deep. Right. You know, I <laughs> love that. I love this emotional love side about us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But one thing I wish even though it was low-key kind of my fault too, I wish my parents like forcibly forced 
Me? Forcibly forced. Yeah, like, wow. like they forced me how to speak my language. Mm, I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, I agree, I agree. Oh, I definitely bruh. agree. Like, that language thing is actually a, is a huge thing. Because mm-hmm. I think we're like a lucky generation of African kids coming out not speaking yeah. the language. A lot of and us. Yeah. And that's so bad. It, yeah, it, 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 it is bad. It's so bad. <laughs> It is bad. Like, like my kids won't know how to speak my dialect because I don't yeah. know. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's but so painful. It, it is. I, it's not I think parents. it's something that you can change now, though. Yeah. Right. Like if you if if you are serious at it, like yeah. But can, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in the but, environment or space. Yeah. To yeah. Do, to I feel do you it. though. I mean, I had opportunities. My parents gave me opportunities. I mean, my sisters. This is, you see the difference between my sisters and the, the boys <laughs> and the girls. My sisters can kind of speak the language. Yeah, they, they are proficient yeah. enough. But the boys are out there calavanting. Let me go play football. <laughs> let me go do this. Let me go do that. I mean, I, oh, I, I, I did, like, I was kind of getting it a little bit, but I went mm-hmm. to the US and I wasn't speaking to, I wasn't speaking Igbo or Ika to anyone. Yeah. You know, so I just lost it. I mean, even now, yeah. when my mom is trying to low-key speak Ika to me, I'm just <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'll just say, I want a name. You know, you know what I mean. I don't understand what you say. <laughs> yeah, because but but you know Loki though. I because from what I've seen, I think it affected the Igbos a lot, mm-hmm. and that thing Loki ties back to the Civil War, mm-hmm. right? Because when the Igbos moved from, like, for people that don't know, like in Nigeria we had the Civil War, tribal Yoruba, Igbo, Hausa, all that jazz. We can break it down in a whole different episode. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is that like we. Ibos moved to Lagos, and Lagos is a predominantly Yoruba town. Mm-hmm. And once they find out that you're Igbo, you get like this, like, like they become, it's almost like they're tribalists. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a slight to your name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so a lot of the time, people try to hide the fact that they were Igbo. I mean, your so name don't clearly get, shows it, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But, like, <laughs> we also had English names, you know, yeah. so, so that it doesn't show, so you don't get denied opportunities that you're meant to have. Because tribalism was a huge thing then. Yeah. I mean, know, it's still so, a huge thing. Still in that, because the, the older generation is still in power. Yep, exactly. So a lot, uh, so even talking to parents, just like a lot of them are just like, I want to make sure that my children can speak English very well. Yeah. yeah. So they just speak English to them. I'm just like, bro, like, it was going to be learned anyways. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I, I, I think my parents tried, but it wasn't persistent. You know, what I mean, they were like, oh, yeah. do it at your own accords. You know, what I mean, like you have to be the one to take initiative. But obviously, we're la- me and my younger brother were late bloomers. If you were late bloomer, so like, yeah, late, yeah, it wasn't there wasn't enough time, you know what I mean? There wasn't enough time because we didn't take a lot of things seriously. Mm. We, we we played PS PSP, I mean, Game kids, Boy, so. Nintendo's, we played football. So basically, all these stupid things that African parents don't like. That's what my me and my younger brother, me and my younger brother used to do. We were like, oh, uh, let's go do this, let's go do this, because that's what we used to enjoy. But my mm-hmm. sisters would be reading book, they be reading Archie. Yeah, you know actually the comic, <laughs> actually the comic. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They yeah. read actually the comic. They be reading books. You know, they will be serious in school. They won't go outside and play sports. They were always indoors chilling. You know what I mean? It was always, it was, yeah. it was, it was always when Nepa takes light, they will come outside. They will kick ball. Come on, play. They will yeah. not kick, ball, not kick ball in their face. <laughs> uh, oh man. So, yeah. so we, we, that was that that hap- that happened a lot. Um. So me and younger brother were lady bummer. So I, I do wish that I learned how to speak my language. Yeah. That's one thing yeah. that I do wish about. It's just very important. So like for me, facts. like I think when I was growing up, my parents like tried I feel like that's also the best time for you to like really 
get it down. Like as you're growing, they speak yeah, it to see, you. Yeah, I see. I see. Child. Yeah. Like, I don't... But they started and then they stopped and then obviously I forgot everything. But then I went back to Cameroon and that helped a lot. My mm. grandmother doesn't speak like any English at all, so it's very hard for us to have conversations now. Like yeah. when we call them, like I can only say so much. I can understand the language, but I can't. Mm. Like there are only so many things I can say. So yeah. it's just mm-hmm. sad. Like I can't even talk to my grandparents. Like yeah. yeah, honestly, that that was that was that was very true. I mean, I had. My my grandparents didn't go to school, but they kind yeah. of knew English a little bit. They had like broken English, you know, pidgin mm-hmm. English. Mm-hmm. But I do wish that I could communicate with them. I mean, I was a, I was a lot younger when most of them passed yeah. away. But I do wish yeah. that I could talk to talk to them. You know, when you're with your granddad. It's kind of cute. You are your kid. Yeah, you look at your granddad. It's like look at my grandfather. Look at this old man. <laughs> and he was, and that man was stern. Oh, was that your dad's dad or your mom's dad? My my dad's dad, my grandma yeah. from my dad's side, my grandfather yeah. from my dad's side. So stern man, I could just you could just see the respect, you know that like the aura. Because my dad, well, you know, I like uh, my dad is ultimate authority in the house. Mm-hmm. So like when my dad is like kissing this guy's feet and like bowing down, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just like I just like shaking my boots like. Those yale, you know, what I mean? like, <laughs> like, without doing everything, you know, when he calls you, you say, How you do? I say, I'm doing this, sir. Mm-hmm. So he, like, you know, when he asks you an Ika question, you just be shaking, like, yeah. <laughs> You don't look at your dad, you don't look at your dad, you like this. It's like, why, why can't, why, why won't you be able to answer? Mm-hmm. You know, so that was, that's really one thing I wish I could, I could yeah. have gotten down a lot earlier. No, yeah. makes sense, makes sense. One. This one's got this one's got a trivial to be honest, but I wish they let me eat at my friend's house a little more. Oh, go to your friend's house? <laughs> no, like eat. At, no, like because oh, when I go yes, there, that was, uh, that was a lucky thing. Yeah, that was lucky. I'm just thing. like, bro, like you know, you're not going to give me this shit at home. Let me eat this thing now. <laughs> I, 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 but I can understand why. Like, yeah, I can understand why. Now, yeah, yeah, I can but understand why. Lucky though, like this one, like okay, like okay, there are friends that they let me eat at their house easy, but obviously, be by child brain. You're going there. You know oh they're not going Chison, to give you suya, orange juice, and all these things. Yeah. And they're giving it to you there. Chison, that was looking a big thing. Eat. I remember, like, my parents just <gasps> tell me, never eat something at someone's at house. At someone else's house, yep. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot I about think, that. That was a huge Even thing. to today, my I, mom will still tell me that sometimes. I need to ask them why. Like, I, 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 think, I think I can I, use my reason to understand I why, think, I think, but I need to understand where it really came from. Because I, I think it was very huge. Yeah, it was them. common. It was common during that time yeah. period of, like, people just... All of a sudden, they let us go because of, you know, they ate something at mm-hmm. their friend's house. Like, yeah. I mean, because your parents don't know these people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They don't know your friend's parents. So it's just, like, sketchy. You know, and mm-hmm. like, you know, it's precaution yeah. measure it, measures, basically. And I remember Fact. my parents was like, never eat, never eat. I mean, they used to get angry at us. Anytime we Ooh. did, we did it angry. Like, what's wrong? What's wrong with you? They're not there. You can't close your mouth. Was <laughs> you always be eating something like that. Yeah. So those, are, those are always the kind of little self-disciplines that come into play. You know, restrain. Yeah. Learn how to restrain yourself. Restrain yourself. Yeah, so, I mean, that's why when you see pressures, your peer pressure, peer pressure doesn't mean anything to us because of we've been, you know, subconsciously taught, you know, how to deal with those kind of things. Yeah. You know, like, discipline yourself, man. That discipline comes in tough. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, anyone? You guys have anyone? Nah, nah, nah. I nah, have nah, one. Nah. Okay. You have one? No, I'm all about my emotional side. Okay. <laughs> but I wish my parents had taught me, like, how it's like weird i don't really know how to phrase it but like how to love how to like 
act accordingly in a relationship, how to be in a relationship, mm. you know, all like that encompassing. How to have a yeah. a, a a prosperous relationship. Basically. Yeah, and just how to yeah. like hold yeah. yourself. Yeah. What mm-hmm. What is the expectations for yourself and for him? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, my parents told me not to date mm-hmm. uh, at all. <laughs> They're um, just like, they're yeah, still just stay away from it. Yeah, and and, and I'm really till now. My parents are very date. much like they don't show any love towards themselves. They. That's crazy. It's it's like, and I think seeing it's, that growing up was like it was very weird to me because I would have friends, you know, their parents were like, you know, give them a little smooch, give them a little hug, like I love you. Yeah. My parents don't say I love you. Like we just started <laughs> as a family saying I love you like a year ago or something like that. Yeah. Really? And it's like it's weird to me now, like when like yeah. i'm on the phone she'll be like i love you and i'm like i love you too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy and just like seeing like relationships like that was never a thing my dad like mm-hmm. relationships sex like that was something that we never talked about never mentioned if people were kissing on tv my dad would change the channel he would turn off the tv oh like <laughs> the whole like the only thing that they ever really <clears throat> told me about that is that like study your book don't talk to guys don't date anyone like relationships mm-hmm. are not acceptable you can't have one and yeah that <laughs> i feel like that lack of like support in that area really mm-hmm. messed me up you know starting like being in my first relationship because i only yeah, i yeah, went yeah. into it with nothing you know i would do no my expectations research. Yeah. exactly yeah. you know i would read books you know watch movies do that stuff that, but like you that's would all read fictional books. You know that's so, yeah. uh, that's so crazy. I do I do feel that a lot of a lot of girls suffer from that that in your kind of situation yeah. because of they're so deprived mm-hmm. that they go to external sources that yeah. you know their parents cannot really determine like reading books, you know, reading blogs, mm-hmm. yeah. watching YouTube videos and stuff like that just to understand that kind of what what that feels like, you know. And that's crazy because because yeah. my 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 parents kiss, you know, and my parents are like very um, expressionate. I've never seen my expressive parents kiss, ever. You know what I mean? Am I that ever? I, I think you need to make them do it when they come from. They're Bobby. literally yeah. not yeah, going to. My, like, my graduation gifts. I just need you guys to give us. They're not going to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're just. I don't know. They're weird. Love them to death, that, but they're weird. That's crazy. So, so I think it's also a generational thing. Yeah. In a way, because mm. I think we become a bit more romantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, no, but like facts, my grandparents, like before my grandfather passed away, rest in peace. Yeah, like he's very like touchy feely with my grandma. You know, he'll give her okay. a little kiss, give her a hug. Yeah, maybe, maybe he's I'm like, copying, my Veronica, honestly. my maybe Veronica. I'm... You know, like yeah. But my parents don't actually, do that. you're right, you're right, you're right. Because when we talk about old school love, yeah. that's the way that men treat. I don't know. They had they, they had chivalry. <laughs> basically. Yeah, they were chivalry. They were chivalry. Yeah, they were chivalry. Definitely was. I mean, but, I mean, me, me personally, like um. For the relationship kind of things, like I wasn't like allowed to date, but like I always told my parents, I I had I had girls I liked. I toasted gives not like I toasted. I was indirectly said I I I was toasting babes in school. And this was yeah. to my mom. I never told my dad. My dad was like, <laughs> "Well, how come you didn't get so so angry? Yeah, to try to toast babes." <laughs> so I was like always talking to my mom about it as a joke. So my mom was kind of like my safe space for yeah. relationships. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. I feel it's definitely different for girls and guys. Yeah, to be, to be frank with you, it is. It yeah. very much yeah, is. So. And we're. I don't know for me. 
you go, you go. No, you keep going. But um, no, I was gonna say like where my whole family's girls. Like my dad's the only guy, so I can see why Ooh. it was very tough for him, and also him just being very shy and reserved, like having to even start that conversation. And my yeah. mom's just aggressive. Like I'll say one thing, she'll like come at me for no reason. So <laughs> <laughs> I never had anyone that I could turn to. And oh, uh, yeah, I think I think when it came to the whole relationship thing, like both. Both my parents are because they are really good friends, so I always saw them as friends. Mm. So they are not the most like they're not very expressional in public, mm. but I feel like they'd be doing the most in private. You <laughs> <know what I'm laughs> <saying>? like, <laughs> but like when it comes to like public sets, like is is recently now that they start like showing things a bit more because you know they are well, very private. Mm. Yeah, like so everything good. very private. Don't show, don't mm-hmm. do that. Very conservative. Make sure you're wrapped yourself. Yeah. Make sure you don't. Know. It's like. Don't show too much outside, but in wherever you are, you can do whatever you do once you're in private. So to me, that's what I saw a lot. My mom will obviously be teasing my dad a lot. Like what? What she? What she? She calls my dad because my dad's an accountant. So every time she teaches this accountant, very romantic accountant. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but but it's kind of like teasing, right? At the recent years, you see my dad like making strides, like do more expressional stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, but you see. I always heard him, like, saw him do subtle things, though, mm-hmm. right? You see him, like, like you see him, like, deliver a flower to my mom's office. Aww. You know, like, things like that. Or, like, or like he'll be like, oh, <laughs> this is kind of weird. But anytime, he, anytime my mom calls him on the phone, the way he responds is, he, babe. <laughs> you know, instead of hi, you know, like, my dad, you know, where like, he, baby, he, baby, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, and every so when I grow up, I, 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 I like what, if I'm talking to a girl, I'll just be like, hey, baby. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, yeah. fire! And like, fire. So like all these little things. So I think that lucky the way I am right now, because mm-hmm. I don't like doing the most in public, even though Same. I like it to a certain degree. You know, like there's a certain amount like I'm okay showing and I want to show, mm-hmm. right? But then. I feel like I want to do the real most in private. You know, it's like that's just where I want like my little cocoon or setting to be. And yeah. like, so, but I mean, at least I saw something. You know, I had, I saw an example yeah. where yeah. it was like, even though I, they, the standard was still the same though, like yeah. no dating. Well, I've talked about that in previous episodes, yeah. none of that, right? So even when I was in my first relationship, <laughs> but. Are you serious? Honestly, I, I I do think that's why a lot of relationships fail, fail. Um, yeah. because of you don't you don't yeah you don't have any anything to go you know, off like, of. Anything to go off exactly. So like yeah. remember like I told you guys when I got into my first relationship, I was just lost. I was a lost. No same. Because of <laughs> like so many things were just coming at me. You know what I mean? I was I didn't mm-hmm. know how to manage. Yeah. I didn't know my priorities basically. That was what happened yeah. to me. Yeah. So I was just like. Going off of what I knew, maybe what I saw, things I did, but I couldn't really talk to them actively mm-hmm. while I was in it, so I couldn't really get that parental advice for yeah. what I need to do here and there. Because I think if I, because I, I ended up telling them about the relationship two year, a year after we broke up, like literally on my graduation. That's what I told them. Because <laughs> remember, they told me no dating till you graduate, yeah. so after school. So my graduation day, <laughs> and I told them, okay, like this is actually what happened. This was it. But yo, I don't know. It was just, it was just always a private yeah. thing. So, yeah. so can I ask this question? So like after you guys, yeah. you know, 
because uh, we're all out of relationships. We're not in relationships. So after your first yeah. relationship experiences, you guys have been very careful about who you want to interact with, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. So I think, I, think that's, I think also that's one of the good things about us experiences. Like when we have an experience, we always want to seek the improvement. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You yeah. know how like yeah. in America, they can go just go left, Back right. Would, yeah. Oh, yeah. Date different people at the same time. I boom, never learned boom, it. Boom, boom, never boom. learned a lesson. Not learning from facts so, Peter, that was so facts. we're very careful with who you know we, we when we make mistakes we learn basically yeah. so yeah. that's really important yeah we want to we're seeking better you know so yeah. it's more like it's not and like we're trying to improve ourselves mm-hmm. so and then when you're doing the steps to get into the next one you don't just hop into right. it you're yeah. like okay let me see Think this let it. me see how they are yeah. let me see how they are in this set and let me see if we can actually work out here and there and then you're like okay and then you're thinking about your future a lot more because yeah. Loki, you also don't want to go through heartbreak mm-hmm. twice. Yeah, it's like, painful, is, man. I'm a lover, you know. I'm a lover. I'm a lover. The, oh, but oh, I I mess you actually, up. how many girls have I been like? There's actually probably only two girls in my life that have mm-hmm. actually shown genuine love to, and like, oh, bro, man, it pains. It pains it's painful, tough. man. Yeah. It's painful. Yeah, I'm a lover. You feel me? <laughs> and yeah, I think I got. I think I got out for my dad. That like, yeah, you know. Like I just yeah. want to, ah, I just want to swoop you, you off and bamboozle sure. you, <laughs> just bamboozle you, baby. Buy the the Berkey company, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, exactly. I I I think I got that from my dad. You know, I'd be like, I like yeah. it's for his wife, not for any other kind yeah. of this thing. Woman. It's for his yeah. wife. You know, so that's why I'm very avid on like telling people like, don't be doing all this kind of nonsense for you know dates and stuff like that. <laughs> Do it for your wife. Good vibes. <laughs> good vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes. You know, work bay. But that 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 is personally what I believe in, you know. But it's, yeah. it's, it's it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh man, do we have any? Uh, do we have any more? I think we're good, man. Yeah. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to the future wifey. Shout out shout to the future hubby. Hey. Shout out to the future wifey. Mm. Shout. Oof, man. That would be weird though. When we're all getting married and shit. We'll that bring them on like, the podcast. Bro. <laughs> triple, yeah, triple so, day. You know what's so funny is like triple if two day, of us, yeah. if two of us are married, and the other one is it? Just pressure. Oh, you will be like you. You be the other one. You be the single one in the group. You be like, oh, yeah, most you likely. Know, you be looking at them, the rubbish. Most likely, I feel it's going to be me. I feel I'm going to be the last person to marry. <laughs> <laughs> most likely in this podcast. Not gonna lie. It's just, it's just, wait, it's just probably how it's going to end up because Chiso wants to marry earlier than me. Like Chiso's mm-hmm. mind is like already there. Bola is also already kind of already there. I mean, she's kind of mm. gallivanting, but she's already kind of there. <laughs> <laughs> you feel? But me, I'm like, I beg me. I'm not. I'm not in this stage of starting to, you know. You're taking your time. I mean, beat. I would lie to you. Like, I think the my mind was there at a very young age, mm-hmm. but the older I get, the more my mind is like distance away from it. Is is it's not like this. It's more like you're like I need to think about a lot Before. more than I thought yeah. I needed to think yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I need to put a lot of things in place. Yeah. <clears throat> and being realistic, that it takes time, especially sure. in this modern day. It's not like the women we have in this day and age is not the same that we used to have in the, in the, in the previous generation. Yeah, different. <laughs> yeah, that's so it's like, we need to think about a lot more. So now I'm like, even though I did want to get married young, the older I get, the more I push it back. Yeah. And the more I'm like, uh, uh, me, uh, yeah. Me, I have mm. uh, I've always had like clear objective of when I want to marry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I've already said it's like like late twenties, early thirties. That's like my my mm-hmm. my time period. And yeah. like I'm definitely gonna go to get I don't wanna get married in my late thirties because I feel that's too long, you know, to yeah. start having kids. 
and plus my options yeah. of like the age difference is just going to become really complicated yeah <laughs> you feel me yeah so I'll nah honestly i'm with you there like i don't want to like I don't want to get married in my thirties, but definitely like it's looking more late twenties yeah. now. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. looking more late twenties. That's what I'm thinking. That's where it's at. I've always yeah. wanted to get married like twenty-seven, twenty-eight. But looking at it mm-hmm. now, it might be more because if I'm trying to get married by then, I turned twenty-three this year. I need to be in a relationship for at least like a year, two years. Then we need to be engaged mm-hmm. for like another two years or so, and then the wedding. And engaged like, for two years? Well, engaged not two, two years, years, but like just the way the math is adding up. I don't know if I'm yeah, gonna be yeah, married by that. Mathing. Yeah, it's not mathing, <laughs> and especially with the men in this age, like it's and my picky ass, like it's. <sighs> You it's gotta okay. be careful, yo. That's... You know what? You know what you need to do. You need to be in these spaces where the kind of caliber of man you want. They're old. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, you marry the old ones, then. That's that's the way it is. But I did. I, I, this is why I walk by by my um my parents to come tell their story about how they met. Like, yeah, my dad has always had his eye on my mom for a very long that's time. That's so cute. <laughs> for a very long time. So it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny because my dad was. That is that my dad is a, was a banker, right? And he was like mm-hmm. trying to get all his stuff sorted out and stuff like that. But yeah. he's always had my had an eye on my mom. He was plotting. They're from the yeah. same village. <laughs> yeah. They're from the same village. You know what I mean? And like my mom went to university and stuff like that. My dad was like, ah, okay, I'm looking for a wife. I'm trying to settle down, bro. The way he just like he was persistent, but like mm-hmm. kind of like in a smooth kind of persistent way. You yeah. know, I'm just like this man. I can see how you you bamboozled my mother. <laughs> so that's so that's honestly what I I I feel like doing. It's not as if he like obviously my mom. He, he was he was always pure with his intentions. Mm-hmm. That's the thing yeah. that you need to realize. You have to be pure with your yes, intentions. Yes, very much. You know what I mean. You have to be clear. Yeah. There was always telling my intentions like you're going to be my wife. You know what I mean. It was just kind of cliche shit. Cliche yeah. shit. My dad used to do, and I was like, "Damn, man, I love that's, that. that's that's what I want, you know." Yeah. And yeah. I'm not out there trying to play around. You know? I've, I've always said this: I'm looking for wifey. Mm-hmm. I'm done, you know, toasting. You're doing the most, like, doing the most exactly. Fuck, so, man. Because at the end of the day, like, you need to when you think about your future and where you're going. Mm-hmm. That's really where it's at, you yeah. know. It's like, bro, like you don't need to, like, well, men, but like we're all young people that need to establish ourselves and we have big dreams. Yeah. To do that, you can't be playing around, doing the most, mm-hmm. wasting your time. I mean, if you can juggle both small parts to you, man, but most of us really can't. Like, right. you need to focus. And especially with men, we're terrible at multitasking. <laughs> That's like, we're terrible at that shit. So if you're trying to do multiple things at the same time, it's yeah, like, bro, like, you mess up. That's just what it All is. All right. I think we should call, yeah. it a, call it a day. Yeah. This episode took a whole different <laughs> direction, but I loved it, man. I love deep, that. shallow, deep, shallow. Honestly, I loved it. I loved it. This yeah. was this was a this was a really good. It showed another side of us, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts. All right, facts. who wants to do the the outro? I'll do the outro. I'll do All the right. outro. Thank you so much, guys, for sticking with us in another edition of the Afro Journal. Aren't you going to do the podcast? I'll do the proverb. Okay, Don't okay, worry, okay, bro. Okay. I got you, got you it, man. You got like, <laughs> I got okay, you, man. Okay, okay. Like. Please subscribe, like, share. If you're listening on audio, leave a review. We, yo, bro, yo, yo, like, yo. If you want, we we'll give you guys free good vibes. Y- if you want <laughs> us to come on, you know, you guys should sell. Like, I want to hear like stories of like how African parents met. Cause Loki, we need stories like that, man. Like, honestly, I would love Fuck. to know how Pole and you know Pole's parents met and how they, you know, the day did they their tell team. me, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my parents have told me theirs. You know, if they want to come and share that, they can come and share it. I don't know about you, some too. 
Oh yeah. yeah, I mean my I think my my parents their story is weird. Honestly, I think their story is nice. I but, I, <laughs> I think because in Nigeria it's so unique, you know, it's a completely yeah. different kind of perspective to this. So like um, Hollywood, and the kind way of the way they used movies. to do things back in the days is different, different from yeah. how we do it now. Exactly, so exactly, exactly. It, it's something else. All right, so but yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Leave your comments. Do your thing. Give Peter his nice stories. He wants to hear your stories. <laughs> yeah, so give him give give him a good time, you know. And yeah, follow us Afro underscore journal on all platforms. You already know the vibes. I'll leave you with a proverb for next week, and it goes like this: One small raindrop can be the beginning of a storm. One small raindrop can be the beginning of a storm. It's your lovey-dovey boy, you know. It's your calm in the storm. We're talking about storm right now. I'm the calm in that storm, baby girl. You know what I'm hey, saying? Baby. It's your leader. It's your provider. I'm your high-value man. Yes. I'm everything. Chisum, AGK, Major, Jeremiah, Okafo. All right. Bola, you want to go? No, you got it. All right. It is your... <laughs> You are going to be my future wife, Peter Ike Tricky, Aliogo Junior. Shout out to my future Slide wife. Slide it FDFs. Slide it FDFs. Shout out to my future wife. And look, I'm not a big flexor and stuff like that, but I have value. I have I, my my value is much more than what I flex. Mm. I will have the flex, you know, but I'm not going to be out there showing it. But I'm just more than that. Just remember mm. that, baby girls. Tell them, tell them, tell them. Love that. <laughs> And it's your chocolate queen, always down for good vibes. <laughs> good vibes, always, all day, every day. It doesn't have to be monetary. I'll take money less good vibes. Just, you know, let me know. Bole, <laughs> come We love it. We love it. We out, guys. Like, share, subscribe. Peace. Leave a comment.